everybody welcome back to the talent managers podcast today we're here with julia also known as sour summer on instagram woohoo Woo! our well, first guest you're the first one in our little studio cooper's <laughs> trying to say hello i feel like we're gonna dip into some like influencer insight and tea today in the best way though yeah, yeah. some juicy yeah, so starts off with the first one, which is spill some tea on your least favourite brand experience. Oh, <laughs> how much detail can I go into? You can go into as much detail as you want, it's up to you. I've had maybe a couple, which were maybe not like super bad, but it made me so frustrated. So I feel like that's kind of yeah. where it tips it for me, is where like... I've done everything they've asked and yet they're not happy and they push and then they're late with their side of things, their payments. Oh yeah, I hate late payments. There's a brand right now that won't, um, that hasn't paid, the website shut down. I, yeah, it's- The website shut down. Yeah, I think they've probably gone into administration. So like all the emails are bouncing back. Oh my God. Yeah, what are you going to do? Well, the thing is, I had the girl's number, like the influencer executive, mm-hmm. text her and she was like, I'm actually no longer working for the company right now. So I was like, so bad. obviously, if someone's mm-hmm. no longer working for the company, like, what much they, they do? do. Yeah. She gave me the, the owner's number of the company. Oh, God. So I obviously sent her WhatsApp, nothing back. That's really bad. What can you do if a company goes into administration? But I'm sure that there's a lot of other people that will probably be expecting money from them. So Mm -hmm. we'll probably just have to wait and see what happens because if the company, like, if they've not actually gone into administration, if they're just having some, I don't know, we'll just need to see what happens. Yeah. Is it like, was it a really big brand? Like, a lot of people worked with them. A lot of like Fiat 500 girlies have worked with Mm -hmm. them and stuff. Yeah, but, well, like, is this like a type of girly? Yeah, yeah, like only wears she and pretty little thing mm-hmm. and boohoo and I mean, wear the same micro trends. I mean, right, so you saw I sent into the group. So when I was in Paris, I got a text from this guy, yeah, and he was like, Hey, so I got this number of a girl at a bar yesterday, but like looking at your picture, like it wasn't you, that's it's obviously not you. So like, she oh. gave me your number, and I'm like. Oh, that's funny. And I was like, where was the bar? He was like, Glasgow. And I was like, okay. And he was like, she's short-tanned and blonde. And I was like, so half of Glasgow then? Like, <laughs> like it could be anyone. Yeah. And I was like, who is going around giving my number that away? The thing know. is, like, the guy is pretty good looking. And I was like, I would give him my number. Yeah. But I'm like, is someone trying to, like, set me up or, like... Yeah, because I'm like, for it to be in Glasgow, what are the chances of it being someone random just, like, giving a random number or switching their own digit? Like, surely it has to be someone who Knows has you. your number, yeah. yeah. Did he tell you what bar it was? No, he's, like, he's not from there. <sighs> so he was like, I don't remember, like, I just walked into some bar with my friend. You should story that and be like, who the hell did this? There has to be someone that you know. Yeah, Like, you, if someone yeah. did that to me, like, it'd be funny. Like, I would, mm-hmm. I would laugh. Mm-hmm. I just think it's weird that it was in Glasgow. Yeah, I was like, so close it has to be yeah. someone, you know. I'm going to tell a story and I really hope that he's not listening to this. Mm-hmm. I don't usually use dating apps bar Raya. <laughs> right? Not that I think I'm anything special. But She's I, bougie. But I really don't, like it freaks me out, like people I know seeing me on dating apps, right? Me and my friends, like before, were on um, 
hinge. They were like, oh, just like go through it, right? So I I went on hinge whatever, like I liked like four people and paused my account. And basically I when I was away, I was like, I'm just gonna like go on this because I was bored. And I realised, see who had, like, matched with me. And this one guy had matched with me. Anyway, this is so embarrassing that I even noticed this. <coughs> you okay? Sorry, no. <coughs> I'm joking. On the coffee. Mm. On the coffee. Okay, So, Continue. last night, I went, I was with my friend again. And she was like, just, like, go on Hinge. Like, I was like, let's just see, like, who's on it. But I always pause the account because I'm like, I don't want to actively mm. be on Hinge, right? Mm-hmm. Basically noticed that he'd like changed some of his photos and I was like never met this guy and I was Mm -hmm. like why is he doing that you've never met this guy (laughs) you've paused your account on hinge but not because I'm can I point that out it's not because I think I'm marrying this guy and you're like "Mm, is it a red flag that he's changed his pictures no everyone was like are you insane (laughs) are you insane (laughs) (laughs) I, I think that like I just am so scared of like men. You don't put yourself out there. You know, the I, rewards are so yeah, much greater. Like, I know. I really don't know who you'll meet and like when and how. Please don't be listening to this. <laughs> and I promise you, I'm not as much of a weirdo as I sound. <laughs> Listen, weird people keep the world interesting. That's true. Yeah, and also self sabotage their relationships. Anyway, sorry, this is meant to be with Julia, but just, <laughs> just a little. I was gonna say it'd be the funniest thing if like the three of us swapped lives with each other. Because oh we're all so different. Like, so different. We all okay. live very different lives. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, so I didn't even really finish the first question. What was. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you did. You said that Bram wouldn't pay. Well, they haven't yeah. finished. They're so demanding on there and, like, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And then when it comes to it, they won't even yeah. do what they're supposed like, to I, do. I hate doing the content, actually, like, keeping to a schedule. Mm-hmm. Being on their terms, be like, okay, you have two days to refund this. I'm like, okay, sure, I'll do it. And then they're a month or two late with their payment. I'm like, why did you agree to this much money if you can't actually pay, pay. it out? Yeah. Please. And then, um, what did I have a bad time with? Hollister was horrible to me. So this was like back in the day. This was pre-me, before I was manager. This, this was like one of my first ever like paid collabs mm-hmm. and I got paid £80. <laughs> From Hollister, £80. I got paid <laughs> for a carousel post in like three different outfits and I also sent them like separate imagery of me in these outfits. So they basically had like three separate content photo shoots mm-hmm. like five photos each yeah that's a lot yeah um, for 80 quid and that's they were horrible like to work with just like the response and like the gaslighting and uh, yeah and that's why it's good to have a manager and that's mm-hmm. why it's good to have a manager who knows better than you you don't have to deal <laughs> like, with this it directly would never happen now yeah <laughs> i was so angry at myself after i like realized how dumb i was like i'm pretty sure i asked for much more and they're like no we can offer you 50 50 pounds and i was like that's no for anyone listening that's literally pennies if you don't know in context that is like i'm like that barely so little that what pays my phone bill it almost makes me a bit upset how it's it's kind of like a rite of passage for anyone who's an influencer everyone has a bad experience and like a story of being taken advantage of by a brand and it's really upsetting that like Mm -hmm. that's the norm and expected i know 
So hopefully we can demand more from these brands and they stop doing this stuff. Yeah. You know, um, I was going to say, I love how anyone that is now watching the video pod would have just seen Cooper move from me <laughs> to Eva's lap. <laughs> That's her favourite spot when we record. Oh. Hello. So jumping right back into the next question. This one's quite an interesting one. There's two parts to it. So the first part is if you had to pick one platform to post on, like out of all mm-hmm. three p- platforms, we're talking like YouTube, TikTok and Instagram, what would be your main platform to post on? And then the second part of it is if you could only engage, follow people or scroll on one platform but never post, what would that be? It is, it's pretty much an even split Yeah. right now anyway because I only really post on Instagram. Yeah. And I can spend hours scrolling through TikTok. And I feel like anybody can say the same. Would you say that Instagram's your favourite platform? I mean, I know it's your main and your biggest one, but you do also make TikToks. I like, I like the sense of community on Instagram, because I feel like TikTok, anybody will see your videos. Like, yeah. It could be anyone, it could Strangers. reach any audience. And like, you don't really know. I've never had a conversation with anyone on TikTok, mm-hmm. apart from maybe like a little back and forth in yeah. the comments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but on Instagram, like, I've made really close friends. Yeah. And I've met amazing people and I've, like, done amazing things through connecting with people on there. It's just, like, so much easier to get someone's, like, vibe and personality. TikTok's just so, like, quick and, like... It is a lot more random on TikTok, the the content that you see and it's all over the place, all over the world, whereas Instagram, you have to sort of search out the specific type of content you want to see and then that way it's easier to build or join a community almost Mm -hmm. but what I was going to say is one thing that I have always wanted to ask you is how did you get started on Instagram because I personally remember you following me one day and I looked in your account and you had like 3,000 followers you were Edinburgh based and you were constantly posting high quality content and I was like who is this Edinburgh girl she's a content creator (laughs) obviously like she's going out doing photo shoots why have I not seen her before? I remember that was like around the start of lockdown. Mm-hmm. It was a similar time when you were doing like Coconut Lane shooting at the Ocean Terminal yeah. car park and stuff like that. But like, I literally remember you coming out of nowhere from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, who is this girl? And then you just blew up. So how did you like get into all of that? Like, how did that happen? Um, I don't remember how I found you. That's like the funniest thing. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it just came up in like explore page mm-hmm. or I mean probably because I kept tagging like Edinburgh blogger yeah. like Edinburgh I use that as well like yeah lot like of... it might have just come up yeah but I know like you messaged me first mm-hmm. I did and then I was just like oh let's be friends I'm not afraid to slide into the dms no one should be I did for both of you you miss a hundred percent of the chances you don't take who said that was it your sister that said that last night to me I have no idea. Well, she didn't make it up. I think your sister said that to me last night. She's not the creator of that phrase, no. But no. <laughs> it's true, though. You do. You really just have to do stuff like that, though. That's yeah. how you make friends, I think. See, a lot of people say, like, how do you make friends in your in your 20s? Like, if you're, say you're in a job or, like, you're in your fourth year of uni and, like, you just don't have any, like, way of meeting friends, like, naturally. Yeah. I'd say that, like, especially if you want to be, like, a, a content creator, like, slide in the DMs. Mm-hmm. I enjoy sitting in the yeah. DMs. <laughs> yes, you do. If there was one thing you could change about your job in being a content creator, full-time social media person, what would it be? That's a, like, interesting one. 
I feel like I would change the way platforms are run and like the options mm. you can do on the platforms, such mm-hmm. as fil- filtering people by okay. um, their genders, ideally. <laughs> so I can um, it's like the uh, men, yeah. men if cannot men, follow me. If men could just stop following me, that would be amazing. Yeah. Because they're useless. <laughs> like... I kind of like they're doing nothing good. I know that we talk about it so much, but I don't think people realize that you literally remove thousands of male followers mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yeah. Like the time and effort it takes to do that. It's hours. I just can't can't believe it, but it makes sense. Like if you want to have like, a female and, and it's nothing community. like and you can't help it. Like they will come and they're like vermin. They're like rats. Like they. It's, you can't get rid of them. No. There's one thing goes viral, it lands on the wrong for Side you page of, yeah. and all of a sudden you have twelve thousand followers from one reel. It came from nowhere mm-hmm. and ten thousand of that is probably guys following you for like what, just because they post lingerie and like mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's not for them and I make yeah. it very clear and they're still hanging around. Mm. And I'm like, why are you here? I know some girls who have like 100k and 90,000 of them are men and they don't care about that. So yeah. like, why specifically do you care about having majority female? It's who I post for, it's who I relate to and... That's who you want to like, connect with. That's who I want to connect with mm-hmm. and influence. Like, I'm pretty sure some random dude named Roger like, isn't <laughs> gonna buy whatever I'm trying to yeah. promote and sell. Unless he's getting it for his wife, which is, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, I have a few guys who have said to me, have messaged me, like, hey, my wife loves you, my girlfriend loves you. Like, she knows I'm here. She also follows you. This is her app. She tells me what she wants, and, like, I'll go and buy it from your recommendation because she loves what you do. Wow. And those people are absolute gems. So, like, if that's you, come forward. Yeah. Tell me. Otherwise, like, if you're just here creeping... And you're not gonna engage with any of my other content that's only mm. like lingerie stuff. Mm-hmm. Just leave. Like, mm. excuse me, just yeah. <laughs> exit. Like, yeah. it's not that hard. I mean, Eva and I always talk about from like a talent manager's perspective as well. Like, if you, you exactly what you're saying, like, you want to work with brands and sell products that you love and use and continue doing it as a job. You need to have the right demographic for yeah. these brands' target audience. And if you have all men, then no one's going to want to pay to promote the product because men aren't going to buy it unless they're like that man and his missus who's shopping for her. Yeah. And I've, I've got, I know I have, like, a couple of those, and that's perfectly, like, okay. I, I got recognised in the queue to Tropicana in Edinburgh. The guy was queuing, and I was just, like, outside having some air, and the guy was like, me and my wife follow you on Instagram. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> I mean, I've personally never heard anyone else be told that before. You're the most recognised person that I've ever met. And I've been around some big influencers and celebrities and (laughs) stuff like that before. And literally no one tops it like you. Because a lot of these people and stuff have been like at VidCon and all these events where everyone's going to meet famous YouTubers and all that. So obviously people are going to be in an environment where they can recognise it. But every single time I go out with you... 
Oh my god, you're so summer. I remember in Bolly Bollerson, that was a yeah. that was a funny one. Oh and, god, and yeah. And pe- people at PR events will come up to Julia and be like, "OMG, I'm," and then say their Instagram handle name. Like it's so common. They're like, "Oh, I'm this person. Like I follow you," or like we follow each other. And she's constantly recognized. I got recognized in um, Bros Bagels actually. <laughs> the day I was going to Paris, just I like sat down to eat my bagel, and this girl was just like. Oh, like, I love what you do. Like, I follow you on Instagram. Like, it's actually really nice, so nice to see, like, yeah. someone in person. And I'm like... We were sitting, like, really close by. Oh. And it was... Like, it's cute. I like it. Like, I like when people come say hi oh. to me. I'm I'm so socially awkward after that. I'd be like... I, I don't know how, how, how I'd move on from that. I'd be like, do I just sit and eat my bagel in silence now? Or, like... I would feel like I'd have to continue a, a full conversation, conversation with someone yeah. for, like, the whole time I'm there. I'd be yeah. like, come sit with me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, see together. I see, I feel like I'd be like, all right, I have to do this now. But I couldn't. <laughs> I forget, like, people's really? names. Like, I forget when I, where I know people from. Like, I'll know, like, I know your face, but where from? No idea. See, I'm the opposite. I remember people's names and know who people are, but I don't ever wear my glasses, so when I'm out, I can't actually (laughs) see anyone. So there's so many times I've been at events and that where I'm just, like, just literally, like, squinting, like, that Ariana Grande meme where she's, like, yeah, that's me. And then people come up and I'm, like, OMG, I've been, like, staring in your direction for the last 20 minutes. I'm sorry, I didn't even realise it was you. I was, um, in a Kyoto restaurant in Paris and I thought, a really big Instagrammer was like queuing behind us and I was convinced I was convinced it was her because she's between London and Paris okay and I was like looks exactly like her mm. like I pulled up her Instagram and I was like how is that hmm. yeah <laughs> I like I went and I asked and she's like no it's not me and I'm oh. like and I showed her I'm like you look like are me. you sure <laughs> yeah I, I don't think I've recognized personally I've recognised anyone. No, but everyone recognises you. But people recognise me all the time. I think that shows, like, the community that you've built, though, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, people obviously feel, like, comfortable enough to, like, come up and talk to you, which is great. Yeah. And people feel that, like, I'm comfortable. happy about it. Yeah, like it's it. good. I mean, I've made, like, countless friends from, from yeah. there. So, do just slide into my DMs. We can, <laughs> we can go out, we can have lunch together. Love that. We've got one final question. To wrap it up, how do you protect your peace? I mean, you protect your peace by deleting all the men. Yes, yeah, so I was gonna men. say. As soon as I have like one negative thing said to me, it's an instant block. Like, yeah, entertain. Exactly. It. Like, if you get like hate comments and things like that, or people trying to come at you. The thing is, like, if you don't laugh, you cry, and they like mm-hmm. fully live by that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like honestly, they're not coming after me. It's people just you have to realize like they're insecure and they're just gonna be nasty for the sake of it Mm -hmm. but it's nothing to do with you it's everything to do with them Mm -hmm. um so i i block at least like 10 or 20 people daily Mm. like as soon as i have some weird message or email or like a reply even to a question i'm like just no Yeah. (laughs) yeah um i've cut off friendships a lot of people when i first started doing instagram when i first started I realised how, like, unsupportive people are. Yeah. And that a lot of people were just friends with me to, like, get things from me or were using me for, like, things and just would never Mm -hmm. hold conversations with me and it was more just, like, they'd message me if they want something. Yeah. Yeah. I've not retained any friendships from uni. A couple, like, loose ones, but Mm -hmm. not really, like, super close. I feel like 
when you do social media and like get into that world it's so different and a lot of people don't understand it so yeah. you do need to have people who support you and your job and understand it and encourage it yeah. rather than like use you for our own benefits because there are a lot everyone knows about the benefits of being an influencer yeah. you know yeah. you, you, get, you get nice things and you get pr and you get opportunities and people mm-hmm. can be selfish and use it I for their really own game like, i was such a people pleaser mm. As well for like the longest time. Really. I mean, I'm I was such a different person. Yeah, because I'm like I I could not imagine you as a people like you're such a strong-willed, independent woman. Yeah. You don't tolerate any bullshit, and you're just authentically you. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love that about myself too. But before, when I was like 16, 17, I went through like a bit of like a crisis, like a personality crisis, because I mm-hmm. used to mirror mm-hmm. the people I was with. Yeah. Like, I thought if I'm like them, they like me because I'm like them. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being yeah. myself mm-hmm. and them liking me for being me. Mm-hmm. But that's also how I lose a lot of friends because I'm very honest and mm. don't sugarcoat. Yeah. Don't feel the need to. I feel like people like this should exist. And, like, the truth is hard to hear, but some someone has to tell you. Yeah. yeah. Like, for me, there's nothing better than actually being told the truth. Yeah. I'm the exact same. Yeah, it's like... Just tell me, like, if I'm doing something shitty, yeah, it'll hurt mm. me that you've told me, but tell me so I can learn and, like, yeah. apologize for it and do better. Yeah. I get that. And a lot of people don't like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's very true. And I think that's one of my favorite things about you, because I'm very similar to mm-hmm. And I feel like it also works for us working, because I can be like, this doesn't work. And you'd be like, I need this. And we know exactly what we expect yeah. and yeah. need from each other. But I, I love that. So yeah. yeah. To come back to what you said about like the whole honesty thing, I think that some of like the, my longest friendships, like for example, my friends from school. I actually have quite a lot of friends that I'm still close with from school. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason for that is is we are like brutally honest with each other. Yeah. yeah. I would say especially me, and I think that's probably why those friendships have lasted because, like, I'm straight up like. I think that's shit that you've done that. Yeah. Don't ever do that to me again. And then they won't. If they do, I won't speak to them for like yeah. six months. <laughs> I think it's like so. every relationship is based on good communication. Yeah. And like I can't stress this enough. Mm-hmm. Like unless you're talking to each other and you're being honest and you're just being open, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. Because mm-hmm. how would it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You either have like acquaintances, like friends, sure, people you know. These people are okay to have in your life like mm. you're gonna have like a group mm-hmm. of people around you sure but i can't like confidently say they're like my best friends yeah like, i can tell like any random stupid shit mm-hmm. too and yeah i think as well like maturing is realizing like that not everyone is your friend and also yeah. that those people don't expect anything from them for example if you tell them something that's like private don't expect them not to tell mm-hmm. some guy from down the road Do you know what i mean like you have to like i don't know i think that's that is a really good way of protecting your peace. And I also like what you were saying about if someone, they say something nasty to you or they don't treat you very well or it's definitely like a hundred million percent to do with them rather than mm-hmm. to do with you. Like, for example, if I think of like people that have like upset me or hurt me or have done hurtful things, it's usually like yeah. to make it's themselves feel better. It's either jealousy or insecurity and it's kind of like all I can do, all, all you can do and the best thing to do is mm-hmm. offer them help and be as nice as you can to them yeah because it hurts them more than it hurts you yeah that you're actually a good person you're Mm -hmm. confident in yourself 
You don't feel insecure that they've called you like a bitch or to mm. call you, I don't know, like big or whatever. Mm. If you want to talk, we can talk. Like, mm. if you want me to help you with your confidence, I can do that. Like, it's mm. not a problem to me. But just stop being nasty to strangers online. Yeah. That is the motto. <laughs> that is that is the takeaway from this episode. Stop being mean to people stop online. Stop being mean to people. Yeah. Um, more live your life, more positivity. Live your life to the fullest. Bring what? bring joy into your life. What a nice little positive uh, way to end the, the episode. Yes. <laughs> that was like a therapy chat. Yeah, it was. I feel like we probably could have gone on for longer. We should probably do a part two. Yeah, I'll come back. Oh yeah, I I have so many more questions. I know that I want to ask you and get right into some tea and stuff. But we can save that for next time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah gossip hour <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for coming on julia mm-hmm. thank you for having me uh, you're, you're our first official guest so yeah you're number one yeah <laughs> special we've been wanting to get you on specifically for a long time so i'm so glad that we finally could pull on. it together <laughs> i don't think my ego is like <laughs> but um yeah for those who are listening if you don't already follow julia make sure you do at sour summer go and follow her right now and yep make sure you follow the talent managers podcast and we'll see you guys in another episode yeah bye everyone see ya